It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. From SAP Center at San Jose, an opportunity for the Sharks to vault ahead of another team in the Pacific Division. It's the third meeting of the season between the Sharks and the Anaheim Ducks. San Jose finds themselves at 28-28-8 and after 64 games, one point behind the Ducks, who are 27-28-11 for 65 points and winless in their last eight games. In fact, the most recent Ducks victory came against San Jose in overtime on a little trick playoff of face-off that resulted in a Ricard Raquel game winner. Three on three as we get started in the extra session. Anaheim with the puck. Oh no, headman pass Raquel, he's got a breakaway. And he moves in and he shoots and he scores! All of that worked for naught. A disallowed goal because of an offside coach's challenge. And then, in overtime, Ricard Raquel breaks free all alone and takes one past goaltender Sachenko. Raquel was waiting for the faceoff to be dropped before jumping onto the ice, getting a positional advantage on the defensive player on the ice, Logan Couture, who had been defending against Adam Henrique. Henrique went back to the bench ostensibly on the change to allow Raquel to jump on, but his skates were still on the ice when Raquel received the puck. Now that's a too many men on the ice penalty that was not called, and the goal stood. Needless to say, Bob Bugner was pretty upset after the game. Everybody missed it, no review. If you watch it, the replay, it's, it's uh, um, too many men all day long. But Bugner isn't thinking about that right now. He's thinking about fielding a much younger lineup after the trade deadline against the Ducks team that's also been transformed by NHL transactions. On Thursday night in Edmonton, the Sharks got a scare when Logan Couture was hit by a shot in the second period and never returned. Today, the Sharks head coach gave us an update as to his status. He's feeling okay. He was just riding the bike in there. He's uh, not going to be able to play tonight, but I expect him to be ready for uh, uh, Arizona game. I think it's just uh, a day-to-day. -day. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's back on the ice Monday with us. It was confirmed that Couture was injured when he was hit with the puck. Got it in the upper body and, uh, um, you know, he went for tests after the game um, uh, to the hospital at Edmonton. And uh, we waited for about an hour for him on the, on the uh, tarmac. He was, he, uh, everything came back negative, but uh, um, just giving him a couple maintenance days here so he can get back to uh, close to 100% as we can. But the Sharks head coach says it's a relief not to lose Logan for any length of time at this stage of the season. You know, it doesn't matter where you're at in the standings or what time of year it is. I mean, missing your captain, um, a guy that plays in so many crucial situations, it's, uh, it's tough. And I think it affected us in that game in Edmonton. It really did. I think we had uh, guys sort of playing different lines and different positions and out of, out, of the, uh, um, out of where they're supposed to be. And I thought that hurt us, got us out of our rhythm. And, uh, um, you know, and, 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 of course, we've talked about the PK. It's... You know, we don't have a guy like Cooch letting out, you know, Cogs and, and Neats and all those guys. It hurts. 
What does it mean for the Sharks lineup? Well, it means that Nick Benino is going to slot into Logan Couture's position on that second line, centering Rudolph's Balsers and Noah Gregor. It's definitely a bigger responsibility for the defensively oriented Benino, and Bugner says he expects that the young players with Benino will provide more offense. Yeah, well, I think, you know, that line's got to contribute offensively, too. I think, you know, Bonesy's always been a, a pretty good defensive player and, you know, centerman and, and winning draws and penalty kill and things like that. But, you know, we can't rely just on Tommy's line, um, you know, without Cooch. I think it has to come from somewhere else as well. And, um, you know, the message to the young guys is they're getting a great opportunity here. And, uh, um, you know, it's it's good to get your feet wet, and then, but at some point, you know, we, we expect more and, uh, um, you know, want them to seize the opportunity and start becoming uh, um, impact players during a game. And uh, um, you have to have patience, and there's going to be a learning curve, and there's going to be mistakes, but uh, you like to see, uh, um, you like to start seeing them take the next step. After being recalled on an emergency basis for the Edmonton game and then not getting inserted into the lineup, Lane Peterson will be playing tonight, and he'll be on the fourth line with Jeff Viel and Jonah Gadjevich. Peterson is looking forward to getting in. I'm excited to get back in there. Um, you know, the time with the Barracuda, um, it was really good for me, I think, um, getting a chance to, you know, play some big minutes and in all situations and kind of, you know, refine my game again. So I'm looking forward to it, and I'm excited for tonight. Check out the names of the players on the Sharks roster that are in action tonight. Lane Peterson, Sasha Shemilevsky, Scott Reedy, Jeff Viel, John Leonard, Jonah Gadjevich, Noah Gregor, Nicholas Malosh, Ryan Merkley. These are all younger and very energetic players. And Peterson says they're in a good mood to help make a contribution tonight to all the veterans that expect it from them. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, just being in the locker room with, you know, quite a few other young faces and stuff like that, um, definitely, you know, makes for a good environment. And not that the, the team already had a great environment, but it's just nice, you know, seeing all the guys, you know, kind of around your age, you know, having success and playing. And, um, yeah, really looking forward to, you know, playing with all those guys tonight. Peterson thinks that in his earlier stint with the Sharks, he was overthinking things and felt that his time in the AHL has benefited him. Uh, I think that's part of it. Yeah, I think um, just, you know, also a learning curve too. And, um, yeah, but I think a lot of it was, you know, overthinking, trying not to make mistakes, trying to, um, you know, almost working too hard to, um, you know, try and be perfect and instead of just, you know, playing the game, uh, taking what's in front of you and just reacting. So um, I'm trying to do that now, trying to just have fun and play hockey. So uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, this next stretch. A big part of that improvement for all of the young guys is a very solid culture inside the American Hockey League dressing room. Peterson talked about it. It's a really good group of guys um, from the coaching staff down. Um, yeah, it's fun to be in the locker room. We were, you know, putting some good games together. So it was fun winning, you know, the, you know, the atmosphere and the culture in the room was good. Everyone was, you know, um, excited and uh, it was a lot of fun going to the rink every day. So, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it and uh, uh, it's great. It's great to see, you know, other guys up here too having success. So, um, yeah, it's good. Sasha Shimelievsky agrees that playing in the American Hockey League and gaining confidence has helped his game get better and it's going to make him a better player at this level. Yeah, I just think like, you know, you spend that time in the AHL and, and you kind of learn um, kind of the tricks of the trade, uh, things that you wouldn't think that are that important before you played in that league. But, um, you know, it's kind of given me that experience and the confidence, um, you know, to go into this league and make uh, those same plays that I do in that league. The Teal Report will continue in just a moment following these messages on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. NHLShop.com the official online store of the National Hockey League. 
and the world's largest selection of officially licensed NHL fan gear. With unique one-of-a-kind designs by Fanatics, Adidas, and all the latest styles for every NHL team. Don't miss out. Shop now and get today's special offer. NHLshop.com, a Fanatics experience. He scores! The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in the office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and hit listen anytime. You can also find us on your computer by going to sjsharks.com slash listen. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. While the Sharks have solidified the core of their lineup, most recently with the signing of Tomas Hurdle to an eight-year contract extension, the Anaheim Ducks have been revamping their group and moved some of their established veterans to other teams at the deadline. Injuries have beset both clubs, but Ryan Getzlaff comes back for the Ducks, returning from a lower body injury that's kept him out for the last nine games. Illness has also plagued Anaheim's lineup, not of the COVID variety, but for tonight's game, Troy Terry and Josh Mahura are back, while goaltender Anthony Stolarz remains out. Adam Henrique will miss this game with an upper body injury, as will Sonny Milano on the left wing, and Jacob Silverberg has missed the last seven games with a blood clot in his leg. That sounds like the Sharks walking wounded. Logan Couture out with an upper body injury. Same thing for Radim Shimek. Kevin LeBanc out with shoulder surgery. And Jonathan Dolan and Matt Nieto also still out. All of that presents a great opportunity for the young players that are in action tonight for the Sharks. And Bugner says that he hopes that at least one of them seizes that opportunity and earns a more permanent spot. You know, we want to see different things. I'm not even saying a guy needs to break out and carry the team and have a breakout night. I want to see them, uh, you know, playing a game where uh, their intensity, their competes there, their structure's there, um, and you feel good about putting one of them on the ice in, in, in uh, you know, last two minutes of a period or, you know, a penalty kill or anything like that. I think uh, that's, you know, you want to try and use these guys in different situations that we haven't before. Join us for the Sharks and the Ducks at 7 o'clock Pacific time right here. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.